Welcome to another episode of the Head of Nations podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and this is going to be another one of those different style episodes where I am, there you hear rascal or rooster, I'm getting some work done on the property. Um, so you didn't hear last week's episode because I didn't have a voice last week. Uh, ben and I had some scheduling issues where I got called uh, into some things that I wasn't expecting. And so the time we had scheduled for us to record didn't happen. And then I was planning to record later that day or the next morning. And later that day, I lost my voice. And I just got my, I mean, I don't even know if I have my full voice back now, quite frankly, but I just got my voice back enough to talk probably Wednesday. So I was without a decent talking voice for several days. And so I was unable to record. So I'm back at it. But um, anyway, so this week's episode, we're going to start off with a verse of the week. And I wanted to talk about Proverbs 16.3, which we've talked about before, but it's something that I'm thinking through and will tie into today's topic. And Proverbs 16.3 says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. So... This is, I think, to me, it's a matter of focus. So what is my focus in my life? Is it my plan or is it the Lord? So it's very difficult to commit a plan to the Lord that is not a plan that lines up with His will, His ultimate will. It's very difficult to commit a plan to the Lord that we can't, take in good conscience to him that doesn't line up with biblical teachings and doesn't line up with his plan for our lives. So if we have a plan and we commit that plan to him, he's going to establish our plans because when we commit that plan to him, it lines up with his will. So when I look at making plans, I look at Proverbs 16.3 because if I'm making plans and they're not part of God's will for my life, it's going to be really difficult to commit that to Him. And if I'm not committing my plans to Him, there's got to be a reason I'm not committing my plans to Him. And it's most likely that they don't line up with His will. So as I plan when I'm doing things, I'm not always awesome at this, but it's something that I endeavor to do when I make plans is commit it to the Lord. Pray about it. Give it to Him and ask that his will be done for it. So this lines up with our topic for the week, which is about accomplishing goals. So I would call this week's episode, Start with the End in Mind. So a lot of times in my earlier life, I had no understanding of what it even meant to set a goal or to have a plan, let alone what it meant to commit that plan to the Lord, right? So when I was younger, yes, I I knew about praying and I knew about taking what I felt and my hopes, dreams, whatever to the Lord, but to actually have a plan in mind just wasn't something I was very good at. I actually remember an experience I had. This was even in early college. I was a freshman in college and the course was actually a course designed to help students succeed as college students. It was like one of those one credit courses. It was 
like study habits or something like that. I don't remember specifically what the title of the course was, but it was just basically designed so that you wouldn't fail at college. It was about study habits and it was about goal setting. And the teacher was talking about having a planner and planning out your semester for the college course and setting little goals for yourself in your planner so that you can accomplish your semester's worth of work in a timely manner. And then she said something that at the time really didn't make sense to me, but she was talking through rewarding yourself for accomplishing one of those micro goals that lined up with your macro goal. So the macro goal would be finishing the course with a passing grade, right? Or if you're a bit more of a person that chases excellence, then the macro goal might be finishing the course with an A+. That's the macro goal. But to accomplish that macro goal, you might have to have the micro goal of turning in your term paper. And as part of that micro goal, you might have a sub goal of writing your rough draft by October 15th. And so she was talking through rewarding yourself for accomplishing one of those micro goals. And it just didn't make any sense to me at the time because I was like, okay, so I'm the one putting this goal down on paper in my planner and I'm the one setting my pace. So first of all, why would I put something in my planner if I know I'm going to do it anyway? And second of all, why would I reward myself for something that I have to do anyway and I know I'm going to do? Well, later in life, I actually realized that she was very insightful in her approach to goal setting and in her approach to actually giving yourself some tangible reward. Now I operate a little differently. The tangible reward I like might be the grade on the paper or it might be the satisfaction of knowing that intrinsic motivator of knowing I did what I set out to do. But anyway, at the time it just made literally zero sense to me. I'm like, why am I setting these goals when I know my ultimate goal is pass the class? Why do I have all these micro goals? Just pass the class to be my goal. And yes, that is true. And the end in mind, I should start that with the end in mind, the class with the end in mind of passing the class, but there need to be other plans along the way. So as far as goal setting later in life, what didn't make sense to me then makes sense to me now as someone who sets a lot of goals and accomplishes a lot of goals and then tries to refine my goal setting tactics. So if you have trouble accomplishing your goals or maybe you accomplish your goals, but you're not really sure how you do it. Like, okay, my goal is to pass the class. Well, why did I pass the class? Or how did I successfully navigate the class, right? Like if you don't know what you're doing that makes you successful, that can be a problem because how do you repeat that? So today's topic is starting with the end in mind or starting with the complete goal in mind would be another way to put that. So when I goal set, one thing that I do is I look at what exactly is it that I want to accomplish. So like, for example, today, 
I am winterizing my animal habitats. So right now I'm actually carrying up straw bales from a barn up the hill to my chicken coops and my goat house. And my goal is winterize my animal spaces. So I have to start my plan with the end in mind. What do I want it to look like in my animal spaces? Well, I want there to be a several inch deep layer of straw in each of my animal houses so that my animals will be able to go through winter in relative comfort without risk of frostbite or without risk of freezing to death. So my end goal is winterizing my animal spaces so that my animals will survive winter and be able to provide me with eggs or provide my kids with enjoyment. That's the end in mind. So if I didn't start with the end in mind, I wouldn't even know what I was doing. Like I see this in the gym sometimes where people, they go to the gym and they're like, well, I'm going to go to the gym. Well, what are you doing today? Well, I'm, I'm lifting. Well, what are you lifting? Well, I don't know. I'm just going to lift whatever I feel like lifting when I get there. Well, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, I, I want to build lots of muscle. Well, are you lifting in a way that's going to build you lots of muscle? Right? If they can't answer that question of like, your goal is to build a lot of muscle, are your micro goals lining up? So you start with the end in mind of, I want to build a lot of muscle. But the next step is arranging micro goals that help you accomplish the end in mind, the macro goal. So if you're lifting and the goal is to build a lot of muscle, that's the end in mind. You have to start with the end in mind and then arrange that and break that up into a lot of little micro goals. So your micro goal might be when you're lifting, all right, I want to build bigger biceps. I want my biceps to gain one inch in one year. All right, well, that's an accomplishable goal most likely. So then what do I have to do to accomplish that goal? Well, I need to lift arms strategically twice a week. All right, so you're setting these little goals along the way, but you need to make sure, first of all, you're starting with the end in mind of, I want to build more muscle, or I want to build one inch on my biceps in a year. If you don't have that, you've got nothing, right? If you're just going to the gym, you're like, I'm just gonna lift to get bigger. Well, what does that even mean? What does bigger mean? So make sure you're starting with the end in mind, but then micro goals to help you accomplish your macro goal, making sure your micro goals align with your macro goal. So if I was going to be winterizing my animal spaces, which I'm doing right now as we're talking here, that's my macro goal. My micro goals should be things like bring the straw bales to the animal areas, open the straw bales, spread the straw, measure the straw to make sure it's deep enough, make sure that all of the animals have adequate straw, and then if I've accomplished all of those things, I've hit my macro goal. But if I was like, I need to winterize the animal spaces and then I just start throwing things into the coop that might not be insulation, I'm not going to accomplish my goal. So starting with the end in mind, it's not just something we do for little things too. This can be something that we do for big goals. It could be something we do for like financial and retirement goals or parenting goals. Like parenting goal that I have is I want my children to be well-adjusted, happy, healthy, productive adults that love Jesus, right? I want them to be able to be social if they want to be, to be able to be around people 
I want them to be positive and uplifting people. I want them to do something of consequence with their lives. And I want them to love Jesus. That's my macro goal. So I'm starting with the end in mind. But then I have to reassess, is what I'm doing actually helping to accomplish that end in mind goal? Because yes, I can have micro goals in place, which is awesome. But if I never, the next step would be if I never assess how I'm doing in my micro and macro goals, then I may be being ineffective and never reach my macro goal or micro goal. So I set a macro goal starting with the end in mind. I set micro goals that help me reach my macro goal. And then I make assessments along the way. And those assessments might change for every goal that I set. Like for parenting, there's not going to be a a data set I can analyze to see, am I successfully meeting my goal of helping guide my children toward love for Christ, right? Or am I successfully helping to guide my children toward being productive members of society? There might not be a data set I can analyze, right? That's more qualitative instead of quantitative data. But I still need to assess, like, are they being kind to other individuals, right? Do they have some kind of spiritual life that I can see? Can I see growth in the fruit of the Spirit in their lives? So those are things that I can do to assess. So whatever our goals are, we're going to have a macro goal. We're going to start with the end in mind. And then, as we're starting with the end in mind, we're going to set micro goals that help us reach that end that we have in mind. And then we're going to assess our micro goals to see if we're actually making the progress that we set out to be making in the first place. So these are just some helpful things that I go through when I think of goal setting. And what really brought this goal setting topic to mind was the topic last, well, two weeks ago, I guess, since I didn't have a voice for last week, which was about the, the ultimate end in mind, or I mean, if you think about it from a Christian perspective, the ultimate beginning in mind of death, that death is coming for us all. And we want to, as Christians, be becoming more like Christ and being fitted for our eternal home. And we want to be leaving a legacy that we will be proud of, not prideful, but proud of, and that will live on and show others that we loved Christ and that we loved those that we are called to love. So we can't just accidentally do that. That's not something we can just oops into and leave a legacy, right? It's something we have to be intentional about and that intentionality involves goal setting. So that brought me full circle to this topic today. So just to really work through this one last time, and just to reiterate, I, I just think it's very difficult in life to be effective as humans without goals. Now, we may not know we're setting goals. Like when I was in college and that professor was talking through goal setting, I didn't necessarily know that I was setting goals. I was doing it, but I was doing it without being 
proactive and I was doing it without analyzing what I was doing. But we all have goals and we all have maybe spoken or unspoken goals, but the more intentional we can be about those goals, I have found my experience to be, the more likely it is that we will accomplish those goals. So set the goal with the, so we're gonna have the goal being the end in mind. We set our micro goals that help us meet our macro goal or line up with the macro goal. And then we assess how we're doing along the way. So if you have a goal, I'd be interested if you'd like to reach out in sharing, reach out at info at headofnations.com. I'd just be curious to see what some of the listeners' goals are that they're setting and be curious to see what steps you're taking as a listener to help you meet those goals. And um, I shared my goal that I'm actually working on right now today, which is winterizing my property. And then I shared also my goals as far as my children. So I'd be curious to hear what your guys are. So if you have a goal and you're setting a goal or you have a goal set that you're working toward, uh, just reach out, send an email at info at headofnations.com. Um, and also, if you would like to support the show, I would like to thank the listeners that have supported the show thus far. You can go to headofnations.com and you can click on the support tab. Or really, there are other ways to support that are really helpful as well, like leaving a written review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, just sharing it with friends, passing the podcast along. Those are other helpful things as well. And really, just want to encourage you all as I'm thinking through my goals for this podcast and just the platform that we have to reach individuals and help them to live out the calling they've been called to. It is something that's energizing and that I like to remind myself often and would like to remind you as well that we are the heads of our nations. So let's go live like it. Until next time.